Tiger T19. He's one over par and he has been better than through two rounds. Guys like Bubba Watson, John Rahm, Rory, Sergio, Fleetwood, Hovland, Adam Scott, missing the cutter, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, this is guy, these guys got to take a look in the mirror and say, what is my issue? I can't beat a guy who, you know, was pulled from the wreckage 14 months ago and, and might've lost his leg. Put another log on the fire. Nobody here is getting tired. All right, here we are. It's already been a long week and it's only Friday, Alan. It's uh, another another opportunity to do a little fire drill. I know you've been out there all day. Uh, unfortunately, we're down Jeff Ogilvie today as he's traveling, uh, but we hope to, ha- hope to have him back at the end of the weekend for a recap. Um, and uh, been great to act- obviously get his perspective, but uh, what'd you see out there today? Well, it was it was quite an interesting day. You know, it was incredibly gusty and windy early in the afternoon, and there was forecast for widespread carnage. But even the golf gods can get swept up in Tiger mania because, as by the time he made the turn, the wind just laid down, and that that really helped Tiger kind of mount a rally after a very tough you know start. And guys like Scotty Scheffler and Justin Thomas and Hideki were playing at the same time, more or less. And they really took advantage of the, the, the calm conditions and softer greens and, and went pretty deep. So it was kind of a tale of two days. The early starters had it, had it a lot rougher. Um, but there's a little prelude of what's to come, you know, with tomorrow, it's going to be windy. It's going to be significantly colder. Uh, fairways are still soft. I mean, tomorrow could be one of the, the most fun moving days in a long time where, uh, there's a, good, a lot of guys are going to build themselves out of the tournament. Anyone who plays a good, strong round can can leapfrog a bunch of players. So uh, it was almost like an early moving day today, and it sets up for quite a unique one tomorrow. I mean, it it some guys literally took advantage of today as a moving day, as you mentioned, the Lowrys, the JTs, uh, obviously Scotty Scheffler. Um, Tiger was four over through five. And it looked like, oh, okay, I mean, this is, that was really fun yesterday. It was incredible. What a bonus that we had him, but it doesn't look like he'll be around for the weekend. And of course, Sir Grindelot, you know, kicks it in, <laughs> figures it out and grinds it out. And he now continues his, his consecutive streak of 20 second, 22 straight cuts of, of, of making the cut at Augusta National. Yeah, and in its own way, this round was as as impressive as his first round. Even though he shot, you know, three strokes higher, it's just the the bounce back because you could feel the deflation out there. Uh, I was out walking, and the crowd—it was just the nervous energy, the the sense of despair. Like, oh, you know, here we go. Like, Father Time has caught up to Tiger, and the the physical and emotional fatigue, and you know, he's going to miss the cut. He's not going to break eighty, and. It was like really tangible, um, and we, but we know the guy. Whatever's going on with his body or his life, he will never quit on a golf course. He has so much grind in him, and you know, really, 
uh, beautiful up and down at eight and then a, a laser approach at 10 for a couple much needed birdies. You're like, okay, here we go. He's back. And then he, then all of a sudden, then he bogeys, you know, um, uh, 11 and 12, like, Oh no, he's going to miss the cut again. And then, um, he gets the break of the tournament. You know, that, that second shot on 13 was his worst swing of the day. He's trying to reach the green. He hits it so bad. Instead of, it doesn't even get to raise Creek. It expires short. And, um, you know, that, and then he gets up and down for birdie. That was like a two shot swing. Um, and, you know, again, the golf gods are smiling upon tiger. Then he follows up with another birdie at 14 and then pars in. It was just, it was a roller coaster round. <laughs> I mean, you can feel it in the dogwoods, just the, the tension, then the release, then the fretting, then the joy. And, um, you know, just 18 holes with tiger is, is a journey right now. And, um, but I did, you know, I could, it seemed like he, he had, I didn't, I didn't see any track man stats, but he was definitely swinging the driver with a little more aggression and a little more speed. And he actually looked lighter on his feet to me out there on the hills, um, a little more confident in his footing, probably because it's probably slightly drier, but, um, you know, he hasn't pushed himself. And I think maybe instead of wearing down, maybe his legs are getting stronger as he goes. So, um, cause he made some really great swings coming in, um, and as opposed to yesterday, he looked, he made some tired swings on the back nine. So even though it was a 74, there was, there was a lot to be impressed by and to build on. Um, and it feels like, you know, he kept himself in the ball game. As he said, he's only four shots out of second place. You know, Scotty Scheffler keeps going and keeps shooting rounds in the sixties and this thing's probably over, but if he comes back to the pack, you know, Tiger's right there waiting. Tiger T19, he's one over par. And he has been better than through two rounds, guys like Bubba Watson, John Rahm, Rory, Sergio, Fleetwood, Hovland, Adam Scott, missing the cutter, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, this is guy, these guys got to take a look in the mirror and say, what is my issue? I can't beat a guy who, you know, was pulled from the wreckage 14 months ago and, and might've lost his leg. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I talked to a lot of players in, in, um, today and my, my story on, on um, you know, firefitcollective.com is really what makes Tiger Woods Tiger Woods. You know, I asked a lot of players that question and, you know, Mark Leesman had a great answer. He said, it's just in the head. It's just his, the way he's wired. It's just his brain. You know, it's totally metaphysical because, I mean, Tiger's got as a reconstructed knee and ankle surgically, uh, you know, he blew out his Achilles, blew out his knee. He's got a fused spinal cord. He's got a foot made out of metal. And as you say, he's still beating all these world-class players. And, you know, there is part of that. A lot of the guys you, you mentioned, or maybe all of them, except for Bubba, haven't won a Masters. And this course gets in your head, whereas Tiger probably feels more comfortable here than anywhere else. Like, he knows he can manage his way to a good round, even when he's not hitting it great like today. So... Um, he, he has, he has a, a comfort level here, but I, the, the, the big differentiator is just tiger fucking, I mean, it's that simple. Like he just knows how to play the game of golf and, uh, he has a feel for scoring and he has a sense of the moment and he has the grind and the grit and, and the self-belief and all these things you can't measure on a track, man. And they're just off the charts and he just continues to amaze and his ability to, just get it done no matter what's going on with his body. It's really remarkable. 
We should say that you are in the press room still, which is why the audio is a, is is a little over par today. So we apologize for that. But um, but also appreciate the fact that you're still there, you know, filing your story uh, and and finishing that up and uh, and getting this opportunity to get your perspective as you were, you know, following the last groups coming in. Um, yeah. it, the, 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 the biggest surprises for you of people who missed the cut in the Jordan Spieth, Kepka, Xander, Bryson, you know, grouping? Yeah, not Bryson. I mean, since he declared that Augusta National is a par 67 for him, uh, he's just getting his teeth kicked in. Like, he, he may never make another cut here. Like, in this place, you talk about being in someone's head, like this golf course, wow. Um, you know, I I thought that, you know, Kepka played really well at the match play and he's been irrelevant now for a while. And I feel like he's just waiting to break through. I mean, he, he made some runs at the majors last year, um, but he kind of went backwards. He just sort of damaged his brand as a guy who's like a closer. And so um, I thought he was going to play a little more fire in his eyes this week. It just didn't happen. You know, Spieth has been a little scratchy, but I mean, to double the 36th hole to miss the cut by one, that's just... It's brutal, man. You feel for the guy. You know, he, I don't know if you saw, he made a six on the 12th hole and brought back a lot of bad memories for a lot of people watching him from that drop circle. So I thought I was watching replays. I, I thought I was watching replays. I was like, wait, wait, is this really happening? I mean, at least he's got, thank, thank God he's got a jacket because he's another one where all of a sudden he's just like a cat on a hot, on a hot tin roof here. It just that he just looks jumpy. And so, um, it's really never surprised me when anyone misses the cut at the masters because these guys build it up. You know, it's now nine months from the British open to the masters and this incredible wait uh, to get a major in and we, all the pageantry and pomp that comes with Augusta national and dudes just psyched themselves out. And, you know, obviously Rory's been dealing with that now for a decade. And, you know, you look at Justin Thomas who played great today. You're like, Oh, he's got to win a green jacket someday, but um, you know, you said that about Johnny Miller and about Ernie Els and about Greg Norman and Tom Weiskopf and you go on down the list, um, Lee Trevino. I mean, many of the, the best players in the world couldn't handle Augusta National for whatever reason. And so the list just keeps growing every year. Scotty Scheffler is, you know, ties the largest 36-hole lead. It's been done five times. The last to do it was Jordan Spieth in 2015. Four out of the five guys who had that 36-hole five-shot lead went on to win. The only one who didn't was Harry Cooper in 1936, who lost to Horton Smith, by the way. I'm sure everybody would know that. But, uh, but you know, to say this is over what doesn't seem like it makes any sense. We're at halftime, and it's Augusta National. Uh, but Scotty Scheffler, the fact is, has won three out of the last five. He is the world number one right now and just seemingly unbeatable. Um do you think it's over? Well, I always say Harry Cooper, not a, not a closer, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. Would you take, would you take Scheffler of the field right now? I think you'd take Scheffler. Uh, as you say, he's been on an almighty tear. And the tournaments he won were big time fields. I mean, he wasn't backing into B list victories. I mean, so he knows in his heart, he can do it. Um, Tomorrow is just absolutely the crucial day for Scheffler because if, if he's missing the, the center of the club face, I mean, he could shoot 79 easily and let the whole world back into this tournament. If he shoots something about par, I mean, that, that's going to be a great score tomorrow. So um, the conditions aren't right for, for a lot of people to go low. 
um, if one person does it, you know, who's on the board, like maybe a, a Lowry or a Justin Thomas, and they can turn this at least into a, a two person race on, on Sunday, that would, that would change things. But the thing about Scheffler that's so impressive is he's really a throwback. You know, he's got that, that foot action reminds me of Greg Norm, you know, it's not what you would teach. And he, everyone knows he likes to shape the ball both ways and he plays funky little, little shots and knockdowns and chips, little, little long irons. And um, so I think he's well equipped for a, a windy firm, uh, test, you know, more than a lot of guys. And, um, so if he can just shoot, you know, 71 or 72 tomorrow, he's in great shape, but we've seen it many times, you know, whether it was Rory or other people, when you, you've got to lead it Augusta national and it starts going, starts going sideways, you can start spending strokes really fast, but, um, they're just, the thing I also like about Scheffler is he just looks like he's having fun out there, which is an underrated quality because, you watch Rory play at Augusta or you, you watch um, some of these other guys, they look oppressed, they look tight and they look stressed out. And that this golf course will do that to you really fast. You know, there, there's so many, there's so many make or break swings, but I, I just love the energy that, that Scheffler projects out there. And I think it's a really underrated quality of these high leverage events. So um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it. You know, there was, there was a little bit of chirping about him taking over world number one, uh, so quickly, you know, he, and three wins, nothing to sneeze at, but those are his, the entirety of his, of his body of work. It's like, all right, is this guy a true number one? And if he goes out here and grabs his jacket, um, then it's a resounding answer to that question. So it, it's our, it's been really impressive performance so far. The, the hard part's still in front of him, but you know, so far so good. What's your sense of his relationship with Ted Scott and how much do you think a guy who has, been in in that situation and and gotten it done twice with Bubba is going to be a 15th club in in Scotty's bag for the net for the weekend yeah yeah I mean Ted Scott has, has been a great caddy for a long time and it, you know just just to manage Bubba's quirks and to, it's like riding bucking Bronco the way he plays the game and how high strung he is and for them to have so much success tells you that, you know, Ted Scott has an extremely high emotional EQ, right? Like even beyond pulling clubs and all that stuff, because I don't think he really pulled clubs for Bubba. That wasn't impossible, but the way Bubba plays a game is just, he was more of a sports psychologist than a caddy. And that's going to be really important is as carefree as, as Scheffler appears, you know, he's never been in this situation before, but Ted Scott has, you know, caddies can choke just like players. And so to have a guy who's already won a couple masters and, Again, he's if you follow him on, on social media or whatever, you know, you know that Ted Scott is like a fun, goofy personality. And I think that is exactly what Scheffler needs just to be himself. You know, you, do, you put Steve Williams on his bag, you know, finding this sort of grumpy, grinding personality, like that's contagious. And I think that would inhibit who, who Scheffler is. But in, in Ted Scott, he's, he's got a sidekick and, um, and they just look like they're having fun out there and speaking their own. Their, and they speak the same language and they're always smiling and laughing. And I mean, that's, that's great. You couldn't ask for anything more than that in your caddy. Well, as always appreciate your time, Alan. And, uh, and like to you and to everybody, to all listeners and watchers and readers and viewers uh, alike, this is uh, the weekend is of the masters is upon us. It's I get chills saying it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I've made it back home to Oceanside and playing in the Goat Hill Masters tomorrow morning where 
the low am and low gross will be getting green jackets and will be eating pimento cheese sandwiches in Oceanside before I race home to my couch to watch <laughs> the leaders tee off. Saturday's torture. The last group doesn't go off till 250. I mean, it's an endless wait. Could you imagine like you've got the lead and you wake up at 630 in the morning? It's like, what do you do? You could read a whole book. You could write a book. I mean, you could work out. You could have three meals. Like it's just torture. So that's part of the mental challenge. I hope for Scotty Scheffler's sake, you know, he sleeps till 11. But um, it's even it's hard on the riders, man. Like oh, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get out here. And, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. But, you know, everyone knows that Sunday at, at Augusta is, is so exciting. But this Saturday is going to be something else with the weather. So I, I think we're in for, for uh, quite a treat. All right. Get some sleep, everybody. We got a big weekend ahead of us. Talk soon. Put another log on the fire. Nobody here is getting tired. 